going on not to go nation we're back we back we back we looking clean i'm fresh i kind of miss it though i don't know I, as soon as i shaved it I, I did not like the way i look but it's still november man hey i know hey but you know what the the fundraiser ended we did pretty well we raised 205 bucks so thank you for everyone who donated who who helped with the cause appreciate every single one of y'all um Thanks for trying to make a change out there. Now, I hate saying now. I don't know why I do it. But speaking of change, there's a lot of changes going on in the NFL, starting off with some Turkey Day games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Turkey Day games. We had the Bears against Lions, Raiders, Cowboys, Bills, Saints. Let's start off with the Bears against the Lions. How disappointing was that game? It was pretty funny. Another one, bro. Another one. Oh, my Another gosh, dude. It's like the Lions. They don't want it. They don't want to win. Mm-hmm. They're, they're playing against Andy Dalton out there, and they can't do it. Yeah. I think it's been like the third week I've put my faith in them to get a W, and now it's just like I don't have any more faith to give out, you know? I totally uh, get you. I always do. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Reed. He got all three of his picks correct for Tom Turkey Day. Yeah. yeah. So congrats, Reed. I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. I know I did. Uh, I worked the first half of Thanksgiving, went home to a whole bunch of food, a little too much. Uh, if you should ask me, for the first time ever, I only ate one plate. I should have. I usually eat like two and a half or three. Weak. Yeah, Weak. I know. My bad. My bad, you guys. But don't worry. I'll get back up there one day. Uh, who knows? But uh, I'll, I'll start training for that. What's going on, Nestor? It's been a while since we've seen you. Appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. That's weird. Uh, I'm, I'm still. I'm trying to fiddle out with the overlays. I'm trying to make us look look better than what we normally do, but uh, I don't know. I'm still learning. We're all still learning here. Yeah, yeah. But uh, awesome, cool. So after that, we had the bill. No, we had the Raiders and the Cowboys, which hit breaking records. Man, they had what 30. 20, 38. Was it thirty eight penalties? Oh, oh, you're talking about I thought, was, I thought it was 28. What's going on, Nick? Appreciate you being here. We're just talking about the Cowboys and the Raiders, how that game broke some numbers with some well, I think like I think I think it's 28. Am I wrong? Yeah. It's 28. I thought you were talking about broad, broadcasting views. Oh, wow. broadcasting views. No, yeah, 28 penalties. Wow. That's absolutely nuts. Yeah, uh the, so the rest were really excited. They broke the record. I had a lot of issues with that game. There's one time where the, the center went down and he picked up his head to check and he went back down and they called that um, yeah. movement on the O-line. And I was like, dude, that's not – this is the center. That is his job. He needs to look up to see if he needs to check anything. He's allowed to move his head. He could do that. Yeah, He's the center. I, He's a- I, I've seen that called a few times this year and I don't, I don't like it at all. That was the first time I've ever seen it. And honestly – it's a huge disadvantage to the offensive line. It is not cool. 
But I mean, that that's uncalled for. And then the very end where they're trying to kick the field goal. Oh, oh, five penalties here, five penalties there, five penalties here. I mean, what are you doing? The, the refs absolutely stole the game. I don't know if their their loved ones are at home. Like, yeah, he did it. He threw another flag. Good job. You know that that's my that's my uh, that's my uncle out there. I love him. I don't know what it was. It was super disappointing. Uh, Cowboys lose a game, keeping some teams in that division alive. Yeah, speaking of that division, uh, we had a, a divisional game between the Eagles and Giants where the Giants just dismantled the Eagles. A lot of questionable uh, uh, play calling when it comes to Jalen Hurts. Huh? Yeah, man. Uh, I I think Jalen Hurts played very well. Uh I think he had like almost like above 50 yards rushing and a lot of his rushes went for more than 10 yards each time that he ran. Uh, a lot of them got called back too for penalties and stuff like that, uh, holding and all that. But I mean, they have one receiver, Rager. He's, he's not it, man. He had like five drops and two of them were on the last drive that could have won it for him. Yeah. Drops kills. Um mm-hmm. You hate to see it. You hate to see it, especially if it's like to win the game or to get you in the game. It it, it hurts big time. Um, but yeah, so Hurts he came out of the press conference says, "Hey, don't blame anyone else. If you want to blame someone, put the blame on me." Uh, at talking like a real leader, unlike Baker Mayfield. So he went out there. <laughs> you know, hey, you know it's true. We talked about this the other time. I mean, you know, keep it down, keep it down. Um, but yeah, the other game was the Bills and Saints for Thanksgiving. Uh, Saints announced that Hill is more than likely going to start if he's 100% healthy. So that means Trevor Simeon is going to be out of there. Yeah, supposedly he was dealing with some injuries already, but Hill is going to take that that spot as starting QB. Is that going to impact the Saints in a positive way? Um, You really don't know because, I mean, this guy, he has spurts of looking like a good, you know, maybe starting quarterback, but then – uh, you just haven't seen too much of him, and then he's also battling his own injuries. Also, mm-hmm. um, they're not yeah. they're not a hundred percent sure that he will be able to start on Thursday. Um, so you really don't know what type of uh, taste and pill you're going to get this uh, coming Thursday. Right, right, right. As, especially with a foot injury, I mean, he's not going to be as mobile like he like he is used to, or what fans are used to seeing. But is that a an upgrade as far as you know throwing power from Trevor Simeon to Taysom Hill? I think the big thing for Simeon this past game was he was without two of his best stars. Camaro was out and Mark Ingram was out. So there was no run game, uh pretty much. I mean, a few good runs here and there from the backups and stuff like that, but he was hurting, man. He didn't have anybody to dump it down to. He didn't have any receivers take the role that they needed to, and it was just an ugly game for them. But I, I think uh, Taysom Hill is a better uh, option for them, but we'll see how good that team is without their stars. Yeah, I, I think I think there's a chance that he might be better than Simeon, but you're also doing this on a short week. To change uh, quarterbacks – on a short week is it's a risky play. Um, we'll see how ready he is for a Thursday. Yeah, for sure. Mohammed Grabby says Saints are toast and you are the Aints. I had them winning on Thanksgiving. That was uh, extremely disappointing. Hurt me a lot. But uh, I like their defense. Their defense is uh, spectacular, in my opinion. I, I like them a lot. But with that, with that QB position, 
I think you guys are just going to uh, just going to suffer all all around because I mean, guess who's coming back next year? Um, you have Jameis Winston, and I still don't think he's the future of that franchise. I don't know. Maybe I'll make a move. But uh, speaking of future franchises, my, Mike Tomlin. Okay, okay. It kind of left my mind for a little bit. Mike Tomlin did announce that there is going to be a change it within the team. Okay, after that, that horrible, horrible loss against the Bengals. The Bengals just dismantled them left and right, which, you know, me was expected to call my fantasy football talk, which start the Bengals defense. They scored 19 points, but we're not talking fantasy right now. But yeah, there are changes coming. Now, does that mean that he's going to make a change in the QB position? Is he going to start benching Big Ben? What do y'all think? How do y'all take that? Uh, I, I think he should let Ben write it out. Uh, when he's out there, that he's one of the guys that helps him win. Uh, they did have a horrible game against the Bengals, but right now the Bengals are really hot. Um, their defense is playing good. The offense is firing on all cylinders. They finally got uh, everybody else but Jamar Chase uh, going in that game. So I think it was just a circumstantial game. Uh, the Steelers aren't a top-notch team, but uh, I don't think Mason Rudolph is their guy either. So. I think they throw him out there to the wolves and he does even worse than what big Ben does. And then all the critics come out and say, this has been big Ben's last season. Why are you doing that to him? Like, what are you thinking? But uh, it's a coach's decision. So we'll see. Right. Right. But I mean, when you look at that division, even though they're five, five and one, it's not totally out of reach for them to make into the playoffs. That division somewhat very close with the Ravens leading with seven wins. They're not out of reach yet. It's not impossible for them. So for them making this move by sitting Big Ben, I think they're like, okay, this is plan Z. We need to do something to change, you know, what our outcomes are in these games because right now we're just not producing. Now, I agree with you. I don't like Rudolph. I, I, I do not like him at all. I don't think he's a future. I don't think he's uh, better than Big Ben. I just think he's a, a duplicate of him, just a younger version. But why not give Haskins a go? You went out to go get him for a reason, to have him there on your bench as a third string, maybe in practice. I don't know how he performs during practice, but give him a chance. I think he could do something for that team. Now, that's a big body character out there with a strong arm. I believe he's coached up right. Don't make things too complicated. Make it real simple. Quick, uh, quick slant routes. You know, easy run game. Don't over, don't overuse him. But I think that could benefit the team if they give Haskins a chance. I kind of understand that. Yeah, I'm kind of split on the whole, like what they'll actually end up doing. Um, Mike Tomlin's a, a winner. He he likes to win, and they have a chance of having a losing record for the first time in 20 years. Um, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna do what he needs to do in order to put the Steelers in the best position to win. But also at the same time, Big Ben has meant so much to that franchise. To actually choose to forcibly sit him is a choice. I don't know if he's gonna be able to make. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it is a long shot. It is what the media wants to say because that acquires a lot of attention. But here's what Muhammad has to say is the Steelers have a uh, decent weapons. They just need a better QB. Well, check this out. 
Ben Roethlisberger has the opportunities, has the chance to get them wins. He's not going to win you the game, but he could get them to a win. But Big Ben, the way he likes to play, which he's played for, you know, the past decade, is he likes to sit down in the pocket, take his time, make his reads, and sling that ball down. One, he's getting older. He cannot sling that ball all the way down. He can't hit those post routes. He's not as quick. He can't uh, read the defense as quick. He's getting older. You could tell on the field. But that's not his main problem. I think the main problem with the Steelers is their offensive line. Their offensive line can't hold. Like I said, Big Ben likes to sit in the pocket. He can't do that. The offensive line is not giving him any time whatsoever. He has weapons. Look at Najee Harris. That guy would have double the amount of uh, stats if it wasn't how if was it for how poorly the offensive line is playing? That guy's a stud. You still got studs even without Juju playing out there. You got studs as wide receiver, but the play calling needs to change if you're going to keep Big Ben in there, a older, more experienced QB. Play calling has to change. You can't go out for those big explosive plays because you just do not have time in the pocket to do so. And you don't have a QB to get out of those situations either. So that's my input. Yeah, that's pretty good. I, I think they do need to utilize their weapons more, um, get some some passes out to the sides, let their their studs make plays. Uh, Claypool, he's playing great again. Uh, the chances that he does get when Ben throws him a good ball. Um, but that guy's a stud. You, you need to get him the ball. You need to get Najee out on the side too, uh, throw some screens, something, like, something that gets the pressure off of Ben Roethlisberger right now because right now, the way their offense is running, it's running all through Ben Roethlisberger. And yes, it is. that's not how they win. Not not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So at the end of the line, I think if they want to win, it's Tomlin that has to make a change within himself and his play calling to benefit the whole team. It's not the old days anymore. He was given a Steelers team or he earned a Steelers team that was stacked from the start. And Coming down, you're going to see, you know, there's a lot of challenges. Mike Tomlin, he wants to win it, but he's not willing to change so easily. Do I think he's going to change? Yes, I do. Do I think that's what he meant when he said changes are coming? I think so. I think it's going to be play calling. Hopefully. If that happens, I think they're going to see a lot more uh, a lot more dubs. Like I said, division's not out of reach. It's anyone's ball game, And the Bengals, the way they're playing, they're out for the Ravens. I think so, too. <sighs> Good talk. Good talk about the Steelers. Tied with them, no? Uh, the standings. The standings. One game below. I believe they're one game below. Yeah, okay. Not hundred percent sure. I can check out right here. Uh, they're actually tied. Yeah, they're tied. Yeah, it's so, seven and five. Seven and four. four. Uh, both teams seven and four, except the the Bengals have lost a uh, divisional game. So uh. that that was the tiebreaker that brings the Ravens to the top. So, yeah, anyone's game, honestly. It's anyone's game. Let's just talk about another game, uh, another divisional game. I want to talk about the Chargers and the Broncos. Are the Broncos for real? Because I thought the Chargers were for real, but I don't think I don't think that's that's the case here. I think it's the same problem that the Steelers are having right now. Their play calling is not working for them. Uh, in the beginning, they they came out with a plan. They're like, Mike Williams is our guy. He's going to be the stud. And uh, Eckler is going to go ahead and run the ball, just like how Eckler's always run the ball. Um, but right now, it feel, I feel like Herbert is being pressured to have the same season that he had last season. 
and mm-hmm. the same start that he had during those first four games when they were balling. Um, and it's getting to him. You know, they always say rookie rookies do either horrible or they do great. And then the next year it's going to be a flip. So right now that that's his flip. Um, he's not doing extraordinary. He's not doing extraordinary horrible, horrible, but he's, he's just the middle of the pack right now. And they're not doing enough to win those games. And I think their weak point also is their defense. Huh? Just drop my remote. <laughs> yeah. Um, Offense, it's what they call their sophomore slump where these yeah. uh, rubies coming out of their rookie uh, rubies QBs coming out of their rookie year. It's called their sophomore slump. That's what Justin Herbert's going through right now. They did get a win last week. And like I said last week, I don't think he's out of that sophomore slump. He didn't play all that well. Yes, he got the win, but I don't think it was because of him. He didn't play ex- uh, exceptional. He is struggling against well, basically what looks like any competition. Yeah, like I said, I think it's just an ego thing. It's all in his head. He wants to compare himself to last year and just get better and better. I don't think that's the case. He needs to utilize what he has and make better decisions on the field instead of trying to make those big-time plays. I don't know. What do you have, Reed? Um, Pull up Bahamas comment real quick. I want to comment on that. Okay. Uh, Broncos are too inconsistent to be a contender, but their team's not too bad. Chargers have a better chance in the playoffs. Um, I wouldn't uh, disagree with you there that the Chargers have a better chance in the playoffs, but I think they're the same thing as the Broncos. They're too inconsistent. Um, some games they're playing great. Some playing games you're wondering, do they even have a team? Um, yeah, that's all I'll have to say about that. The Chargers are just too inconsistent for me to be calling that good or that bad. Hmm. Okay, yeah, I think both teams are inconsistent. Even that whole division's inconsistent right now. Even the Chiefs, when you look at them, inconsistent. You know, it's not the same Patrick Mahomes that we're used to seeing. But I still think they have the best chance of winning that division. Yeah, uh, but what I think is crazy is both these divisions that we just talked about. The division is neck and neck. It's it's decided. This one, this division, the AFC West with the Chargers and the Broncos, is decided by one game for all four teams. Uh, and then the other one was decided by three games because uh, they just updated the Ravens' record and they're eight and three. So, oh, okay, so so they are up by one game. Yeah. Okay, so they are eight and three. But let's go back to that division then. Uh, we got the Browns against the Ravens. Lamar Jackson threw threw four interceptions. Okay, when you throw four interceptions, your chance of winning is extremely low. They still won. Now. Are the Browns that bad? Because with Lamar throwing four interceptions and the the way that team played, especially that that crazy Mark Andrews uh, touchdown throw where he was like running backwards and then he just launched up in the air, huge lobby catches it. Are the Browns that bad, or are the Ravens even good? I think they're both just in the same level. They're not strong teams, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah, you got Lamar Jackson, you know, Mister Running Back himself that can make plays. But the majority of the time, he's making mistakes instead of plays. Because I watch a lot of his games because I have him on fantasy. And this guy turns the ball over like crazy. It's, it's, it's nuts. So I really think that the Bengals have the best chance of winning this division. Now, who would have thought we would be saying that at this point in time, that the Bengals are more than likely going to take the division compared to the Steelers, the Ravens, mm-hmm. 
and the Browns. Yep. Who would have thought? <laughs> I called it. AJ called it. Yeah, I did. I did. You called it with like, I think this is this is gonna happen. <laughs> you were not. You're not very strong about it. Though. Yeah. No, you're right. I wasn't strong about it, and mm-hmm. I I mainly just said it because. I, I like the Bengals, and I like what I saw from Joe Burrow last year before he got injured. And with the, the amount of talent they're bringing in, Jamar Chase getting that LSU love, that brotherhood over there, I thought they were going to do exceptionally well in offense. I thought their defense and offensive line was going to struggle, but they're showing up. They're showing up. I, I heard something uh, two weeks ago when um, the Niners were playing to get, or I should say three weeks ago, when the Niners were playing up against the, the Rams, they said, you could buy talent or you could build a team. Now, what are you going to do? Now, a lot of these teams over here, like the Buccaneers, the Chiefs, the Rams, they buy talent. They're making a team. While other teams are building their team, you know, growing for the future, not just, oh, two years and then slump and then try to come back. I think that's what the Bengals are doing, and I absolutely love it. I love it so freaking much. They're, they have something special going on. Hopefully, Joe Mixon has a lot of juice left in him. So I think next year, they're going to be top-notch. They're going to be a top-notch team. Just address a few points. You know, the linebacker position in that offensive line position, you're going to be golden there. What, what do you all think about that? Am I, am I over-exaggerating? Am I getting too excited? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that. I think the Bengals are definitely going to be uh, maybe the team of the future for that division. Uh, Browns, I, I thought they were going to be that team, but – with the uncertainty of Breaker, I'm not too sure. Uh, Lamar Jackson and the, the Ravens will always be in there. Um, yeah. yeah. The Bengals, speak- they always have a good uh, chance of uh, being a, the number one uh, team for that uh, division for a while. Oh, yeah, for the long run. I don't see them doing it this year. I feel like they have a slim chance of doing it this year. Of, I mean, like uh, going far in the playoffs. But I think in the next two years, for sure, they're going to be one of the team, one of the most talked about teams. Um, but as Baker Mayfield, just like you said, they did extend him right uh, at the beginning of the season. But are they going to sign him after everything that's going on? You know, after OBJ, after last week when he called out the fans, when he didn't shake te- uh, hands with other teams, and he he's just playing as poorly as he is. Do you see the the Browns moving away from Baker or signing him for? so much years i i don't think they get rid of him because he's one of the only quarterbacks that they've actually had success with Uh, i think with him it's a personality issue and uh, the coaching staff there and the culture there needs to change Uh, they have a lot of young guys right now who are really really good at running back and they do have a a decent wide receiver uh, core. It's just Baker. <laughs> and I hate to say it. I don't like to blame it on one guy a lot, but it's, it's him. Like, honestly, it's his playing style. It's his, the way he blames others for um, their, mis- his mistakes. They're his, uh, yeah. but he blames others for them. Um, he's just not playing up to his potential. I think the extension got into his head. He's like, Oh, this is going to be my home. You know, I'm doing all these commercials. Like, I own this stadium. Like, I can do whatever I want in the stadium. I can tell the fans they need to be quiet when I want them to. Uh, But he just hasn't learned that level of respect from everybody yet, I think. 
And I think he shot the gun too early and now it's showing and the whole entire NFL and the entire world is looking at him and saying, are you really what everybody's saying you are and what you're saying you are? Or are you the one that's making all this happen? Yeah, I felt like coming out of the draft, uh, he's always had that personality issue like, oh, I'm so and so and I'm better than you. And uh, I, I got the swag. I got this. I got that. Honestly, I never bought into it. I never liked Baker. Um, first of all, I know Reed was real into Baker, right, Reed? I don't know yeah. if you still are or not. But, uh, I'll say, yeah, I'll say my stuff after you. We'll go right ahead. Um, I don't think he's going to be um, the quarterback of the future for the for, uh, for the Browns. Um, not after what I've seen from him this year. Uh, I mean. Your defense gives you four interceptions, and then you don't win that game for them. I mean, I, I can't say anything more. Um, as far as what the Browns will do, um, I don't see them moving on from him after this year. Um, unless a, a good quarterback comes out in free agency uh, in the draft this year, there's just not that many two good-looking quarterbacks. Um, this isn't really a year that you're really trying to draft a quarterback, especially if you don't have a high pick. Um, so I definitely don't think they're going to move on from him this year. Um, we'll see what they do as far as contract wise, but I, I don't see that them moving on as as far right now. So I have a question for both y'all. Uh, okay. Right now in the league, what's been happening is either those quarterbacks that are having those troubles within whatever year it is, the next year they either go after a quarterback in the draft or they sign in free agent uh, in free agency uh, a quarterback that has been um, a good backup. Now, do you think that the Browns are going to do that this year to light a fire under his uh, butt so he can start playing? And because uh, when they let go of uh, who was it, they let go of a quarterback. I forgot his name, but I remember they let go of a quarterback, and Baker has nobody that is on the same talent level that he is behind him. And I think right now he's pretty comfortable. So do you think that the Browns, this upcoming uh, free agency period and the draft period, do you think they go after a quarterback, even though there's not that much talent out there right now? You you got one or two quarterbacks out there that have been playing very decently well. Um, so as far as the draft, I say no. I think they're playing a little too well to get a good pick in the draft to get a, a decent quarterback. And like you said, it is a weak um, quarterback drafting class. As far as going out and trading for a QB, I think they're right in the middle to have enough tr uh, draft capital to trade for a QB. So, yes, I do see them making a move. They do have Case Keenum back there, but he's not that type of quarterback. It's like, oh, I'm going to compete for this position and it is mine. Now, when you're talking about good-looking QBs, I've been talking about this since uh, probably just last week or two weeks ago. I could totally see the Browns making a move for handsome Jimmy Garoppolo, and I'll be more than happy to hand them out to them. And I think you play very well in that type of offense, that offensive scheme. They have a great running game with Nick Chubb and then a pass-catching back like, uh, like Kareem Hunt. And the wide receiver core is very similar to what you see uh, in the 49ers. You know, yeah, they don't have a Debo, but, you know, they have a, a Jarvis Landry, who is a good route runner. And they have um, a tight end in Joku that, you know, he's a big, you know, 
solid dude. I, I think he'll fit in very well in in Cleveland. I think that would be a good move for them. Uh, any type of QB like that, maybe Kirk Cousins. I don't know if I see him staying with the Vikings after this year if they if they don't do well. I mean, uh, yesterday's showcase, you know, he didn't help himself out to set him up for the future. That's just my thought. I do think they'll go after a QB if the opportunity is there. I don't think they'll draft one. Go ahead, Reed. Any input, Reed? Um, I would say that they're not going to – I'm never a fan of a QB competition. Um, it's just I, – I don't think it's it's healthy for the locker room, uh, not knowing who is their uh, uh, quarterback for the future. I think you got to name a guy early on so that the whole team can rally around that person. Um, sometimes quarterback competitions work out, but at the end of the day, um, I don't think they're a good idea. It's not a good idea. And Juan Antonio Bravo says Baker needs to recover from his injury. Appreciate you being here, Juan. That's his own damn fault. It is. It's his own damn fault. He's been injured before this game, three games in a row. He needs to sit down. He refuses to sit. He sat down one game four weeks ago. Came back the next week, but she needed more rest. Go ahead. Well, what's the, the team's, the Browns' response on Baker's injuries? Have they been trying to get him to sit? Because they can force him to sit. They can force him to sit, but look at that locker room. Look at that coaching staff. Baker runs that place. Okay. It's it's his team. And he, he did. Well, he lives there. I've seen <laughs> the commercials. I, mm-hmm. It's on Google Maps. Trust me. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the medical staff, they did force him to sit out that one game. He was furious. He was livid. He was up and down the in the sideline. I love the energy. But to come back as early as the following week and to get injured again from the same spot, you're, you're hurting yourself in the long run. Yeah, he is trying too hard. He's just hurting himself. He's going to be his own downfall. He is his own downfall. But, yeah. Guys, I do want to finish off with one scenario, not scenario, but one situation that's going on because we are coming close to the end. Uh, I want to talk about the Philadelphia Eagles and the New York Giants, uh, mainly about the New York Giants. They did fire uh, uh, Jason Garrett and just announced today. Dave uh, Gettleman said that he is not going to be here the next season. He is the general manager for the New York Giants now. What does that mean for them? Are they totally rebuilding? Is that a self-destruct? What's going on in that facility? Uh, it's hard to say with the Giants, man. They, they they haven't had a good season lately. And I, I think that GM is kind of feeling the pressure from the owners there. Uh, I, I just don't think that that organization, organization and uh, the locker room there is a good, healthy – like area to be in you know i feel like it's a stressed stressed out area uh you know you're in new york the stress levels there are high all the time uh but i don't know i just don't think that like antonio bravo said right now they're not they're not running it correctly uh, so i don't know what's going on there i don't know what's going to go on there in the next 10 years so yeah. i like some players in the giants but I don't think they're a franchise that knows what they're looking for or knows their identity right now. Yeah, I've never been a fan of New York teams. 
But yeah, they need to find themselves. They need to figure out what's going to happen. I know Reed. Sorry, Reed. I know you want to talk about the Packers and Rams game mm-hmm. for whatever reason, but I don't know. I don't know. lay it down. Okay, uh, I think I just want to talk about my uh, my personal biggest highlight, um, in my opinion. Um, so, or the biggest headline for it, this game. Um, there was a lot of talk about uh, the Rams going all in the, through, before the season, during the season with their signings, uh, Matthew Stafford, Jalen Ramsey, Vaughn Miller, OBJ. Everyone's saying they're buying in. They're going all in on this season. And there's been a lot of criticism criticism for the Packers for not going all in. Where are these big names all the time? There's like these big free agents out there. We're not going for them. Well, at the end of the day, our biggest reasons of why we won this game are, are small um, free agent signings. We got Rasul Douglas, who had that pick six against Matthew Stafford. We had Devontae Campbell, who's been absolutely outstanding at the inside linebacker position been tearing it up every single game. Corey Brzingis, the punter, destroying every single punt. Incredible. And then you have Randall Cobb with his uh, touchdown. Everyone was giving crap to Gutenkutz, uh for a terrible, being a terrible GM. Uh, Aaron Rodgers hates him. But he's done an incredible job. And he is the reason with the free agents he has brought in that we are eating three right now. That's all I'll say. You know, I'll, I'll agree with you. Uh, I, I don't like when teams go out there and they assemble an all-star team. I don't like it in football. I don't like it in basketball. And, uh, I don't watch too much baseball, but I see a lot of that happening now in baseball as well. Uh, I just think well, – I just like – when team, I think AJ agrees with me on this. Uh, when teams build from the draft, I think that makes a good GM. Uh, don't get me wrong. Uh, I think you got to do those little signings here and there when injuries come up and stuff like that. Uh, so I think that your GM was doing a great job of that. Uh, but I mean, I don't think the Rams are the team that's going to win the Super Bowl this year. Even though they have the star power to do it, I, I don't think that all the players there mesh well. You know what I mean? There's a lot of high-profile names who want the limelight. Uh, not being Stafford, because Stafford doesn't want the limelight, but um, everybody else does. Uh, all the signings that they've made within the past half of the season, they're all guys who have been the stars on their team that they were at. And I think that's a bad mixture, and that's why they're not as cohesive as they were in the beginning of the season. Hmm. Nice. I appreciate you guys putting that input, especially Reed uh, talking about the punter. I think those guys don't get enough credit that they should get. Um, But, yeah, no, I I like that. You're right, Vince. I don't like it when teams try to build super teams or whatnot. I like it when they build from the ground up. You know, they're building – a team there's a lot to be proud of you know instead of being like an antonio brown going to the tampa bay buccaneers winning a ring you know going to the buccaneers like half season after everything that just happened i mean is that something you should be showing off of like oh i got a ring i won the super bowl i joined a stack team i don't know yeah. that, that's just me that's just me 
but yeah, no, there's a lot to look forward to. I, I was super happy this past week. Uh, it was a tough game uh, for the 49ers. It was a huge game. It might not look huge, two five and five teams, but it was actually big for the playoff picture because the Vikings were five and five, the Niners were five and five, and we needed to win this game to get the six spots of the playoff picture. Mm-hmm. Now, beating the Vikings is a huge, huge upside for the Niners because now we got two tiebreakers. We beat the Eagles, and now we beat the Vikings. So just in case we have the same record towards the end, we still win that tiebreaker, and the Niners are still in because we beat them in the regular season. But just like I said about the the, the Bengals, it's still not out of reach for that fifth spot because we're only one game away from the Los Angeles Rams. One game away. Coming from a a Niners team that just stunk it up in the first half of the season and now on a three-game winning streak, their last game is against the Los Angeles Rams. And I feel like it's going to come down to the last game for that playoff position. So, I mean, trust me, I would hate to play the first game of the playoffs against the the Packers. I would hate for that to happen. (laughs) So, the better position we could get, I like it, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. There's a lot to look forward to. The NFL is super excited right now. Uh, let's talk about t- uh, tonight's game. Let's do a quick pick them, and uh, we'll end it off there. All right. I'll go first, as usual. Um, I, you know, I, I, I would love to choose uh, Washington here. Um, I've been a big fan of Heineke. I think uh, he can be a potentially good, mediocre uh, quarterback in this league. Um, but then I heard about some, it was somebody's birthday today. Vincent, do you know whose birthday it is? No. It's Russell Wilson's birthday. Oh, that's cool. He's going to come <laughs> back today. He's going to oh, be geez. playing well for the first time after his thumb injury. And I got the Seahawks winning 24 to 10. What the heck is that? Hey, hey, you guys know I always keep it real here. I always try my hardest. This is my real drawing. What is um, that? It's a Seahawk holding the Washington logo. I might have to take you off the screen. I don't know if that's appropriate or not. What? Yeah. Is that what is inside it? of uh, something? That's a Seahawk. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know what? I like your read. I love what? it because you drew you drew it freehand, and that, that's how yeah. I do my drawings, too. Uh, I saw that you kind on, of searched, searched up the logo and you did the little. Hey, 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 uh, Nestor, sell that as NFT. You're gonna make a lot of money. <laughs> hey, man, g- give me, give me like a picture of it, and I'll, I'll make a hat and oh, I'll have geez. that logo on there. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I'm glad you chose them because I mean, I'm wearing a hat. I got the flag in the back over here. Uh, everybody knows who I'm gonna choose. I decided to do wow. something different. Uh, no, I don't. I don't trace anything ever. Yeah, I was uh, thinking about doing that one. Yeah, I, I saw it, and uh, supposedly they have a new vector file for it for a hat. I might get it. I saw the Ravens have a hat like this, sort of. Didn't like theirs, but I kind of like this one. Um, but yeah, I got my Seahawks winning thirty-one to twenty-four. Uh, I agree with Reed. I do love Heineke. I think he's going to put up a great fight. Uh, but right now our defense hasn't been doing that, that bad. They're not a top 10 defense. They're not even a top 15 defense, but, uh, they play hard. They're always on the field. And I think that we have the possibility of stopping Heineke 
but our downfall is going to be the run, and that's why I have it such a close game. Okay, nice, 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 nice. So, as you guys know, I have Russell Wilson on fantasy. He's been super disappointing after his injury. Uh, is he going to come back? I mean, I hope not as a Niners fan. Uh, I already replaced him in fantasy football. I dropped him. Just kidding. I'm not going to drop Russell Wilson. I know better than that. <laughs> come on, y'all. Uh, but tonight, I have the Washington Sandcastles, you guys. Washington Whoa. Sandcastles in a close game, 27-24. Even though their defense is depleted, I do not think Russell Wilson found himself just yet. I think it's going to take one more game. Oh, shit. I hope it takes two more games because they got the Niners yep. next week. But I, uh, I don't think he found himself just yet. DK, I feel like he's going to have a lot of drops this game. He needs to find Lockett in order for them to win. Honestly, in order for them to win, they need to find Lockett. I'm not starting him in fantasy. I'm already in lime time in fantasy football, okay? I'm going to win in all my leagues this, this week. So I'm already in lime time there. They, For the sake of the Seattle Seahawks, they have to find Tyler Lockett, get him more involved in the game, and that's how they're going to win. Everyone's so focused on DK, which he's an absolute beast. He drops a, a, a lot of balls, actually. Um, but in order for them to win, it doesn't look like Russell's good on his feet right now. He has to be in that pocket passer. Get Lockett involved. Now, going over there to the Washington Sandcastle, Washington football team, whatever you want to call it, the Wolfpack, the Red Wolves, Heineke's on fire right now. I really like the guy. He's awesome. That offense is just running on all cylinders right now. Scary Terry's going to have an amazing freaking game. If you have him on fantasy, I hope you guys are starting him. I know I'm fantasy. I'm, I have started him. Uh, I think I'm up by like, uh, what, what did I say yesterday? I'm up by 18 points. He, he has no one else left, and I have Scary Terry. That's slime time to me, baby. Um, so, yeah, I think he's going to tear it up because right now Seattle's defense is the weakest it's ever been in the past, you know, 12 years. It is, it's, it's insane. It's nuts. They're still going to put up a good game against the Niners because that's just the way it is. But I got the Washington football team coming out with a victory, a hard-fought victory. It's going to be an offensive game. Both defense are going to struggle, but I don't think Russell Wilson finds his footing just yet. He's going to do well, but he's not going to do amazing like he usually does. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that, Nestor. I'm still in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I appreciate every single one of y'all. Do you guys have anything else to add before we, we end this cast? I'm good. Uh, my, my crazy prediction will be that Russell Wilson throws for three touchdowns because he hasn't done that in, I think, five weeks. Uh, in the games that he's played. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, yeah. Appreciate every single one of y'all. If you guys are not subscribed to our YouTube channel, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. We did our first big giveaway. It was huge. Congratulations to Nestor. He's the one that won that. Uh, next up, once we hit 150 subscribers, which right now we're at 110, we gained like six last week. So thank you for those subscribers. Our fantasy football talk is tomorrow. That's where we got a lot of action going on. Um, tomorrow we're going to do our fantasy talk around 8.30, so stay tuned for that. We will post it on our social media. Appreciate you, every single one of y'all being here. Like I said, hit that subscribe button to, for your chance to win in our next giveaway. And Reed's doing my signature. See you guys. It's my signature. It's my signature. Check the <clears throat> All right, guys. Yeah, short video today because I'm going to go enjoy myself for once. <laughs> all right guys see you all next week see you to no next week. see you tomorrow fantasy talk at 8 30 and until next time keep on grinding you guys oh, i hate this guy